Yeah, he will. So he's going to snatch every one of them? Why wouldn't he just snatch one and then you already snatched all of them? I think he wants to uh, have a monopoly on the birthday game. He's snatching all of them birthdays. But if you snatch just one birthday, then you've snatched all of them. No, I think he wants all of them. Because you don't really need to say, I'm going to snatch every motherfucking birthday. Because he's not individually. Once you snatch one, they're all gone. You're never going to see another birthday. Either way, it's... Episode 58 of Danish and O'Neill. My name is Carl Danish. This is the doctor. Oh, a little throwback there for you. Man, I am under the weather. You sound like in good spirits, but I know what you're facing right now. (laughs) If O'Neill, if his essence could be described by an erection, it would be flying at 62% right now. I'm not even that much. Not even that hard. I'm like a, I have a 13, I'm like a 13% erection. Jesus. That's like, that's basically a limb biscuit. It's limp, but it's, it's got enough to kind of blow in the breeze. It's got enough to like it's kind of wave around to a try little bit. to touch it to the female's vagina to, to, to try, try to, to get, get it like going, a, but an extra forty eight percent going. It's just not going too yeah, well no. for you. Uh, if you'd like to say what happened to you, uh, I went to a movie in the park <laughs> last night. Uh, it was showing. It wasn't like you just brought a VCR no, yeah. and a TV and an extension cord. No, no, it was it was a movie. It was, I saw Pretty in Pink last night. How in was Pasadena? It? Always great. Uh, Movie doesn't really hold up that well, but James Spader. Old Molly Ringwald, He's, right? Yeah. I once signed her up for a gym membership. My old job. <laughs> <Did you> <laughs> she was coming off a, a child and wanted to get back in the gym game. Well, she, she was uh, nice. Nice woman. She seems nice, but James Spader is the greatest 80s bad guy of all time. The Spade. He's or, great. Uh, the movie's so odd now because it's about like a girl who's kind of poor, but not really, and then she's going to this... like rich high school which is supposed to be chicago but it's actually right across from kevbo's house to be honest uh i never saw the movie but uh you know, know the title so much, you know. know some stuff about and at it, the but... end john crier who's in it he, they kept pushing this personal message that, oh, is that john the one where crier... he wore like the fedora type hat like the 80s hat or no is that another you mean movie? that movie yeah yeah he dressed like very 80s I like, may have, uh... i've seen parts of that i think i'm sure you have but so there's this guy who's who hosts it, and he's doing like crowd work. It's it's going terrible. I felt awful for him. So his and job is to go out there and he, just kind of for some reason get the crowd pumped up for the movie. I don't know why. Like, you don't really need to. You just sit and watch yeah. it. There was a live band, but nobody recognized the lead singer was Elliot from ET. Was he wearing a red sweatshirt? Nobody had a giant ET finger, and he kept touching people. Really? No. <laughs> that would have been I awesome. don't, hey, I don't know what the guy's into. <laughs> no. Uh, and so then this guy. Did he have a giant E.T. finger on his penis? Yeah, he wears E.T. condoms. That's cool. No, he's a good guy. Uh, and then, yeah, some guy comes out and he starts doing like a dance competition. I have no idea. First of all, it's dark now. We want the movie to start. So I don't what know do what you, this fucking guy's doing. What are you sitting doing. on? A blanket? No, I rented a chair, like a chair that sits on the ground there's a chair rental yes like eight dollars to rent a fucking chair that's a good racket i know trust me Jesus. Uh, so i don't know why you need to warm up the crowd for the movie they've all paid to get in well man you're just they, watch, they want the fucking dude i'm telling but it you it involves no energy to watch a movie they don't warm up a movie theater it was 30 minutes of this guy doing this he that's i mean good I job for i mean Probably not getting paid well. Claimed he was on some TV show or something. I don't know. But then he was plugging his podcast. (laughs) Maybe we should do it. (laughs) It would be terrible. (laughs) Yeah, of course it would be terrible. But then they have food trucks there, and I went to the soul food truck. 
Oh yeah, got you, me some soul food. You, everyone knows about O'Neill. I love me some soul food. You're a soul. You're a. I'm a soul man. Right about now, the funk soul brother. <laughs> Check it out now, O'Neill's a funk soul brother. But they had a pudding truck there too. Oh, and Bill pudding, Cosby and you. Yeah, pudding is my jam. You know, if there's anything, I loves me some pudding, but it's hard For, to find. Whether it was their persimmon pudding. There was no persimmon. You can only get vanilla or butterscotch. Butterscotch. The yeah. famous line from kids, smell my finger, butterscotch. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> uh, my, the f- most famous line is, it's just me, Casper the Friendly Ghost, raping you. The, uh, I have no legs kids, is also. I have no legs. And when the guy whips his dick back and forth, that the black guy. Nice, that was a nice part. <laughs> Great family movie for Christmas if you haven't seen it. It's uh, for your kids. That's why it's called kids. Yeah, so then I, I, I go to the pudding truck and they go, oh, it's going to be a little while. We're whipping up a fresh batch of whipped cream. Did you order it like this? Can I have some jello pudding? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. What? What? Oh, <laughs> you're in the penalty box. <laughs> what? That was a failed attempt. What are you talking about? Dude, you whiffed on that one. You whiffed on what? I was <laughs> trying to do a podcast here. <laughs> it's a free podcast. Yeah, it's a good fucking deal. Of course. Uh, yeah. Of course. So I should have, I, I, I didn't know, I waited for the whipped cream, the fresh batch, but I think they I think they scraped it out of the old batch. You think it was called whipped cream? I think it was whipped cream, yeah, because I was with DeWitt. Uh, okay, so you so got that. I get, I get this big ass pudding. It's uh, is that what it's called? It's Southern style banana the, pudding. That was the size. Yeah, I said, give me the big ass pudding. <laughs> and so I get it. I eat it. Um, I also did take some marijuana pills. Wait, wait. Smoked time, some marijuana and drank some beer. Time out. You said it was banana. You said there was only vanilla or butterscotch. Yeah, it's Southern style banana pudding means it's vanilla pudding with bananas sliced uh, oh, around the edges. That's some bullshit. I know. So. Um, so I eat it and then at about four in the morning, what do marijuana pills entail? By the way, they're just THC pills. Uh, they're filled with like liquid, I don't okay. know, cannabinoid ca- or whatever. Fucking oh, cannabinoid. Uh, what Nate Diaz is yeah, doing? Yeah. Something like that. Watch out. You can get tested for that. He might get in trouble for The that. guy I was with, I said, Hey, you want one? He goes, I want two. I think I know the guy you were with. <laughs> I think he likes marijuana. We won't say who it is though. Uh, so then they didn't really hit me till after the movie. That well, was really some, fucking high. Sometimes that happens. And then about four in the morning, I woke up I, I felt like I was in the sauna well, like I was drenched in sweat that's a good feeling it's not a good feeling <laughs> so I didn't think it's a good I feeling could. if you want it if you don't want it it's a bad feeling so I got out of bed walked to the bathroom I go I'm not gonna make it so I sat in the bathtub and to I'm do what? Puke? Throw up on myself. <laughs> Jesus, sounds like a fetishist. <laughs> no. Then my girlfriend goes in. She goes, you're not throwing up in this bathtub. I said, I can't stand. I'm going to pass out. And she goes, you can't, you're not throwing up. So she gave me this tiny little fucking thing that we eat popcorn out of. I go, are you kidding me? I'm going to overflow this did she, uh, what? Did she like really hold the bathtub sacred or she just didn't want to clean it? Yeah, she just didn't want... Dude, it was to, not going to be a clean... It, no, this but I was mean, like It was going to be all over me. No, but the good news and, is, is you know, there's water. It's, it's we, Yeah, but, you know... Could be chunky, I guess, and not to be gross. You could clog the drain. Yeah. So finally, I muster up the energy to get, get onto the toilet and Seems sit. like this has happened uh, numerous times with you and your lady friend. I, dude, I don't know what's going on with my body, but all I know is that at one point, I'm holding the bucket, sitting on the toilet, <laughs> holding the bucket to puke in... And it's literally just pouring water down off my head because I'm sweating so bad. Okay. And it's just pouring into the bucket, filling it up. So I, and then uh, I felt like shit all day. Did you puke? Yes, of course. Yeah, I puked. Take a few I duties. Did, yeah, I did it all. 
It was a full full Monty. It was the full. They got the full deal. So full here's, package. Here's the game for everybody at home. Uh, was it the beers that did O'Neill in the I marijuana pills? I only had three beers. The marijuana pills pill. Or the vape pen from earlier. Or the vape pen. Or the or pudding. The, or the cocktail of everything combined. What do you think did O'Neill in? The pudding had a lot of sugar in it. I don't do well with sugar. Well, then you had all that other stuff kicking around in your system. But the soul food, my girlfriend had some. She didn't get sick, but she had pudding, but no whipped cream. Any bananas? Uh, she didn't have any Could have been a bad could've, batch. Yeah, could have been some duty bananas. <laughs> The classic duty banana. Uh, breaking news. By, well, actually, before I get to that, I'd like to give a heartful rest in peace to the late, great Mr. Fuji. What? When 80s did he wrestling die? manager. He How was old? old. He was like in his 80s. 82-ish. Uh, they said the funeral procession will feature lots of uh, white powder being thrown in people's faces. <laughs> yes, you try as the pallbearers try to carry the casket. <laughs> Paul Bearer, he's not around anymore either. <laughs> Mr. Fuji, oh yes. Uh, apparently, Mr. Fuji. I've heard some wrestling interviews. I call him Mr. Fiji. He uh, he was also known as the devious one, as Gorilla Monsoon would call him. But he the devious. Uh, well, why was he into some dirty shit? He was a sinister bad guy manager, dude. He'd always no, hit I know, people, but he'd hit I, people with his cane. No, it wasn't devious. Yeah, sexual. I remember him. It Mr. Was just Fuji the, was a big part of the cartoon. Those windows stuff. are open, by the way. I just oh, realized. Man, can you shut them? I'll talk for a All second. Right. So apparently, uh, according to guys who've done, I've watched some oh, '80s. Yeah. I've watched some 80s shoot wrestling interviews, as they call them. Guys just shoot, shooting straight, no bull, no BS. Are you using industry terms? Uh, shoot interviews industry. And I guess Mr. Fuji was like a crazy practical joker. Like he would just like take all your clothes and light them on fire. Like that was his idea of a good prank. So he was a bit of a madman. Is he the George Clooney of wrestling? Well, all wrestlers, I guess, especially back in that day, were into uh, fucking with each other and they would do crazy antics. It was similar to comedy. Yeah, isn't it? It seems like everything. Uh, football, basketball, wrestling, comedy. Anything. Anytime you put a lot, it's fucking, of, it's a lot of... A lot of guys together, usually. In like a weird uh, yeah, sort of employment. Competitive Then again, there's a lot of shit going on at uh, the office place, too. People putting pubes on other people's glasses. I used to, used to do the marker on the phone or hook a balloon on the guy back loop of a guy's pants. Hey, you could do that successfully? Uh-huh. Wow. Dude, if you have a paper clip on the end of it, it's an easy swipe. And then the guy walks around, doesn't know he has balloons attached to him. It sounds really stupid you until have to, you see it and then you start laughing. You'd have to be outside though because the balloon would hit things inside right no or high ceilings well, this was when i sold cars yeah, you so have you have, have a showroom ceilings yeah yeah and there's you no can't problem. do it in like you know a low ceilinged office no but i mean like he goes in the bathroom it. and the joke's over but if they're only it's only a little bit above his head yeah you'll never know uh big announcement sorry i got sidetracked by mr fuji i was saddened by uh his by the passing hat. That was stereotypical garb, right, for an Asian man that he wore? The bowler hat, like the suit, the cane, the uh, beard he yeah, had? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't, yeah, like I, you've seen it in movies. Like yeah. It seems but, like a was thing. it Mr. Fuji also from James Bond? No. That was um, the guy from Pee Wee's was like a wrestler, I think. Yeah, well, he's a wrestler either way. The guy who was in. That was uh, what, Odd Job. Yeah. Odd Job was not Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji was a wrestler himself, but he never was in James Bond, to my knowledge. Uh, big announcement. Stuart Austin, our British MMA fighting representative in England, he said he's waiting for a Danish and O'Neill logo for his next fight. What? 
But he has to see if his graphic design guy comes. He spelled it with a U. He said with a U. I appreciate that. So I couldn't Unbelievable. Tell. He said he asked if uh, we'd be into him dropping an inside joke in a post-fight interview. And <laughs> yeah, I said, are we? <laughs> yeah. I said, are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, we would be. We are definitely into an inside joke. Dude, that'd be unbelievable. So there may be a Danish and O'Neill uh, graphic, I'm assuming, on his shorts. I don't dude, know. That would be unless it's a walkout shirt. Awesome. You unless have a blessing for whatever you want to put on there. Anything. It could be us 69 Our that faces it just says Anything you want. And you can you will probably regret that, but it can be anything. And whatever the inside joke is, we're good. If you want to ask anybody listening. seen Richie, we would love to hear that. <laughs> Dude, that would be great. Um, so yeah, so that was uh I was excited to hear that, which is tremendous. Oh, I got my first titty pick in a long time. Wow, so you're back in the game. Sh- shout out to Logan. Oh Logan. He sent some uh sent the titty pick. Logan, uh, she was an attractive young lady, said she was just a little crazy. Here, uh, this was sent by Joshua. We both got such a kick out of this, I figured I'd play it. This oh, is uh, this? an MMA clip of a fighter uh, who apparently his last name is Myanus. He's a British guy, right? Is this British? I don't know if he's British. The this isn't Bama, but it, I thought it was something uh, else. Is it? I don't know. So here it is. This is, uh, it's a minute long, and it's uh, some of the highlights of the call from the Mayanus fight. Here we go. Trying to slice Mayanus open. Consistently testing that midsection of Mayanus. Mayanus getting beaten on. Plus the back of the head. Could be in trouble here, Mayanus. But Mayanus is relaxed here, Pat. Still riding the back of Mayanus. Good defense here from Mayanus. Mayanus flattened out. Mayanus flat on the canvas. We are ready to rock and roll. Second round of action. There is a cut on Mainus. Mainus is ready to pounce here. The shoots in early. Mainus defends it. Mainus is in a bit of pain here. You watch one, I'll watch the other, Michael. I'll watch Mainus. Mainus taking a thumb. Unscathed and the ringside physician has just popped in there to look at Mainus. Mainus trying to work the clinch. Hear the referee saying, stay, stay busy, Danny. He's left the arm in as Anus. Mainus could be in trouble. Mainus just stuck here. When he pops the head out. Mainus all bloodied up here. Oh, Mainus is bleeding all over Chavez's chest. Mainus just bleeding all over Chavez. The corner crew go to work on the cut on Mainus. The great, uh, you you had the feeling you did not think that uh, I were, thought Militage was in on it. I mean, Militage he was giggled laughing, when he said, "My guy is, is bleeding all over his <laughs> chest." <laughs> One of the greatest YouTube videos of all time, right Here there. Here it comes, my it's smashing my anus. <laughs> oh, my anus is bleeding now. My anus has a cut. My anus is flat on the canvas. Oh, my anus smells terrible. Here he comes. This is not where my anus wants to be. <laughs> my anus is, is quite loose tonight. <laughs> Man. What a fucking... Dude, what a crazy name. Dude, the UFC should get him just for... Just for the name. My, oh. my, what would his, what's his first name? Uh, I don't know. Tony? It'd be like Bob, <laughs> your anus, my anus. My last name rhymes with anus, so I feel yeah. uh, kindred spirits with my anus. Because <laughs> it rhymes with it. <laughs> yeah. That's about as close as you can get to a man. Here well, he so comes. My name also rhymes Ryanus is being pounded. <laughs> oh, my anus is on the ground. He does not want to be here. My anus stinks. <laughs> what a crazy lad. What? What is? 
What's the nationality of my anus? It's <laughs> a personal question for yourself. <laughs> I mean, mine's half Irish. I think we could do half a whole German. episode with just my anus jokes. Two of us. Dude, I heard that. I was crying. Uh, first time around. Speaking of jokes, um, or not not jokes, but you had uh, another duty adventure. Another pet duty. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's time for O'Neill's <laughs> Pet Duty Adventures. Dude, I don't know why I'm getting all these pet duty adventures all of a sudden. <laughs> Yo, you know why. I had to take <laughs> duty karma. I, I guess it is. <laughs> for all the duties I left on the street unpicked up. Uh, I had a cat duty problem this time. Ugh. I took uh, my mom's cat to go get cancer treatment. What's the cat's <laughs> name? crazy. If people want to send cards. Well, I don't know if I want to out her. <laughs> the cat? <laughs> yeah. No, the cat's name is Mimi. Oh, Mimi, if you guys want to send cards. <laughs> and it's funny because so my girlfriend and I were having an argument because we both had to drive her from Eagle Rock to Culver City. It was a long haul in the morning. And so we were having an argument. Why'd you both go? Uh, just because we were going to go get something to eat then while we we're there and just hang out. Uh, so we're driving and we're having this argument and then all of a sudden, the, probably, I don't know if you've smelled cat shit up close. It's been a while. <laughs> it is the it is the worst shit of any shit really dude it, so we were arguing all of a sudden it hit the car Ugh. and then she rolled her window down was which car, circulated it in the car the cat was in the back seat yeah so she opened her window which caused a tornado Ugh. vortex of duty so i made her roll up the window which smelled even worse <laughs> and then she starts gagging she goes i'm gonna throw up right now and i'm gagging <laughs> I have to pull over the side of the fucking road. I mean, dude, it was so bad. I'm dry heaving. It. If you're in it, my car is pretty small. How'd you get the cat out without it running away? Oh well, yeah. So I had to. So the cat had shit all over it. Oh my god! This thing not only dude, has cancer, it's covered. Yeah. My anus is covered in shit. So I pull over to a park. There's a city park nearby. I just dump a big uh, fucking towel, like it's like a beach towel that's in there, duty all over it. I leave it there. And so my girlfriend has to hold the cat, but the cat's going crazy. And she's, I, I know she got duty on her because she claimed she didn't, but I know for a fact. Did you smell her nose Dude. after to make sure there was no duty well, on So then there was duty all inside the cage still. Oh. So the whole ride there was just, it wasn't as bad as the big shits that we threw out into the park, but... Where'd you put him? Just on the grass? Yeah, I just dumped it out and then ran. Because you can't litter the park by throwing your (laughs) fucking beach towels with shit on There's a lot of no cat shit signs in the parks. That's why, here's what I tell everybody. If you see a towel in the park, don't use it to wipe your face. So you you took the towel from your car, correct? No, the towel was in the, it was in the, uh, oh sorry, the the cat was laying on it in the cat carrier. Oh, got it. And so then it shit on it. I mean, I'm assuming you didn't clean the cage like perfectly. I didn't clean it at all. It was still, there was a big old clump dangling from the door. What, what did the vet say? <laughs> I just gave it to him. I go, I, dude, I, I, I said, I go, man, what the hell? We're going to bring this in. It smells, it smelled terrible when we walked in from the cage. Like, I'm just carrying around just big old, there's duty smeared on the wall. It was like a prison cell dude. where the inmates had just lost his mind and was just wiping duty on the edge of dude, the crate. He may have given your the cat a placebo because he was so enraged by what you brought <laughs> no, into him. Dude, this cat's, it was, this cat's radioactive right now. Radioactive! Uh, radioactive! You know how they test it? They test it with a Geiger counter Jesus. to see if they fucking... And so there's like, hey, by the way, so... Chernob- it's, Chernobyl. It's piss is... it's all fucking radioactive so we have to throw it in this bucket 
and let it sit until it breaks down after three months. How long is this supposed to prolong its life, this chemo? I don't know. I mean, it's 16 years old now. Jesus, sweet 16, dude. But, uh, yeah. So, no yeah, wonder I had an accident. And so, uh, are you going to have to get, are you on the cat duty another time? See what I did I just there? picked up the cat today and brought it back. Oh, it's been so, there the whole time. Yeah, it's been there since uh, Wednesday. Huh. So, yeah, that's Adventures in Duty Sitting. Uh, well, there it is with O'Neill. If you want to watch it. Bought, so this is a third duty adventure if you count the food poisoning. Yeah. The dog and the cat. You're really doing, he- you're really heavy duty this lately. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that, I'm done with duty adventures for a while. There's uh there's a story that I did not want to I didn't want to talk about it just because I didn't want uh the Conor McGregor Nate Diaz fight to be about me and people that I know. Uh I didn't want to bring it up, but in the aftermath of what's been going on, people were sending this to me and it's become a story now. What is it? Uh who sent me this? To be honest. Oh, it's uh from Barb and Robbie both sent it. I don't think they were together. I think they were separate. Robert? Uh Robbie. So, uh, Nate Diaz called out Connie Mack's Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach, uh, a guy by the name of Dylan Danis, who's actually my cousin. It's the same exact spelling. If you don't believe me, you can Google it. I didn't want to say it because I don't appreciate that he helped Connie Mack in this fight. I'm a 209er yeah. all the way. But uh, he called him out, and he said, and I paraphrase, fucking, I got a fucking bone to pick. This guy's on my fucking hit list, dog. You fucking, you're American? You went over to fucking Ireland to help train this guy? If I fucking see that guy, I'm going to fucking sock him up, dog. What? So he made some threats to Dylan Danis. Uh, so D- Danis did an interview with Ariel Helwani. Says if Diaz wants to fight him, he's game to fight. She says, I don't know what this that... Guy, what is this guy? He's not even a ranked fighter. He says, I don't know what that means. I'm on his hit list, Dana said. But if he wants to do MMA, I'll fight him in MMA if he wants. He can do a CM Punk with me and bring me into the UFC. He can be my first fight. How I'll old fight is him this in a guy? couple months, whatever he wants to do. Danis is 23. Black belt and BJJ under legendary coach Marcelo Garcia. In New York, he has absolutely no MMA experience. <laughs> he wants to fight Danis. Yeah, of course he does. McGregor brought him in for the Diaz camp, and two and the two became close over the last few months. Well, how Danis close? was front and center with Team McGregor uh, and Team Diaz when Tim Diaz threw water bottles at each other. Uh, that jujitsu, uh, Nate Diaz said exactly that jujitsu coach he's got. I'm gonna get that motherfucker, man. That guy's on my hit list. This is America, and he's over there representing with them. <laughs> I love this fucking war. And then he wants to try to lo- lock up at a press conference like he's hard. That's the reason that fool got rushed at the press conference, too. It's because they're over there making it seem like we're the hottest shit in town. But I had too many riders with me already. Otherwise, we had a good press conference. They walked in like they were their shit to steal the show. Uh, Danis is from New Jersey. Said he'll always represent the U.S., but he became tight with McGregor and his team over the last few months, training and living with them in Ireland and Las Vegas. He said uh, McGregor became like a brother to him. Uh, Danis <laughs> said he tried to congratulate Diaz on a great fight after, but he was spurned. He turned him away. He said, I had a lot of respect for Nate Diaz. I went to shake his hand after the fight. He wouldn't shake my hand. He was saying things. This is the fight game. After the fight, emotions are high. But come on, man. I did nothing to him. I don't understand. But now he wants to make it personal. If he wants to fight, that's fine. I don't, I don't understand where that came from. Uh, they said he was, Danis was a big player at the, the press conference. Uh, hullabaloo. 
This is the stupidest security rivalry had, I've ever heard in my security life. Security had to hold him back from trying to get to the team Diaz. He said it was because Diaz threw a water bottle directly at him. So whatever what he so whatever he wants to say, I was trying to act hard. He threw it at me and I caught it. What is I this caught it perfectly. Fucking... It was a weak throw and I caught it with like one hand. I was like Odell Beckhaming it out there. I caught it with one hand and I threw it right back. It got crazy. Dana says he plans on coming to MMA one day with a U, most likely after he attempts to win the IBJJF World Championship in a gi, but he's willing to skip ahead and fight Nate Diaz if that's what stopped. Oh, really? Oh, really? Wants. You're going to fight like one of the biggest draws in the UFC? Yeah, of course. Any kind of combat he wants, I'm ready to step oh, in there with him. Oh, what is this? Whatever Mountain he wants. Wars? No problem. Broom MMA, it doesn't matter to me. I'll fight him in MMA tomorrow. So that's my cousin. Uh, I'm no longer speaking with him over this. It's really drawn a riff in my family. Well, dude, he, he, according to him, Diaz can't throw a water bottle for shit. And that's a big part of fighting. If you notice a lot, it's of, probably the biggest part of fighting. It's one of the biggest uh, elements of training. You see a lot. Like I, I saw Anderson Overeem. Silva pretty much only did water bottle throwing to train for fights. The heavyweights use the big ones they put in offices, the water coolers. No. They're just, yeah, they're whipping them. They use just one gallon distilled water. <laughs> no, they're whipping. Water jugs. They're whipping coolers at each other. Man. It gets crazy. What, what a stupid, stupid Maybe they rival. should have a water this bottle. This might be the stupidest rivalry in I MMA. say they have to stand like 20 feet apart. They each get five water bottles and just get to whip them. You can't move. You have to be blindfolded and you can't move. No Oof. cup if you get hit in the nards. Uh, I think Dylan Danis, my cousin, will do it. No. If your cousin sounds like a pussy. Uh, yeah, I, I hate to say, but he kind of is. <laughs> he's talking about throwing water bottles. But he is young, though, in his defense. He's 23. Yeah, but still. And Nate Diaz has the maturity level, I think, of uh, 11. <laughs> he's that high? He's like <laughs> seven. Like a six-year-old. By the way, speak. We can. I think we need to have the Diaz uh, brothers on. Breaking news, a lot of people sent me this. I know something's always happened when I get like a million tweets. Nick Diaz oh. apparently jumped in Las Vegas. Yeah, bathroom uh, brawls. is actually a new fight league that he started. It was Well, we're going to interview him in a second because I need to hear his side of the story. But uh, if you didn't hear, it was on TMZ, broke it. Nick Diaz uh, ended up in the middle of a huge brawl while partying at Hyde Nightclub in Vegas early Wednesday morning. Apparently he loves, he gets paid for these appearances. He gets paid extra to take off his shirt, evidently, because he's always shirtless. I don't know. I think that's just his own personal preference. Think, it's just fucking hot in here, dog. Do I take this fucking shirt off? I think, I mean, he is, always has a ton of abs rocking, so he's like, I didn't fucking train for <laughs> these for nothing. His body image issues, because that time he was like, I look fat. <laughs> Remember, he was shredded. Well, <laughs> I guess the way to get over those is to face your fears I constantly guess. in public. <laughs> He's got, he once fought a group of guys because he wanted to be on the Skins team in basketball so bad at a playground game that he had to fight <laughs> the other guys. I only fucking played no shirt, dog. <laughs> Fuck that. He only had a dress shirt that he had brought, and he didn't want to play in it. He didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, you got it. That's your, that's your Sunday school shirt. Uh, a rep for the, cl- for the club tells, the, tells TMZ the UFC fighter went to a bathroom outside the club around 2.30 a.m. and accidentally stumbled into another customer who started talking smack. Bad play. Uh, we're told Nick apologized and said, "Yeah, he, he bumped the guy, and then he said sorry, and the guy said that's not good enough." And he said, "We Nick apologized, and he said he didn't want any trouble, which sounds uh, out of character, but they claim well, no. Nick Diaz out of fighting is nice." Well, also these guys are these guys are trained killers. You think this guy wants a lawsuit? That's like when Cerrone got punched in the Whole Foods parking lot. But Cerrone, but he let the guy off. He's like, "Fuck it, man." But he I'm seems not. like a guy who would think of repercussions more so than a guy who would probably watch a Whole Foods brawl with his brother and love it. What do you 12 mean, twelve year olds? 
I'm saying the Diaz brothers don't really seem like think first, act second. No, yeah, guys. but I'm saying like even them, they know they can't yeah. go fight a regular man because they are they're fu- the top of the, you know, they, they could beat up the entire population for the most part. So uh, the three other men, uh, three other guys who were with this guy didn't take his apology uh, to heart. They joined the first guy and they jumped, Nick, who tells us I didn't start it. They didn't know who I was. He tried to defend himself. He got hit hard in the head, and then the fight spilled out of the bathroom and out onto the Bellagio's casino floor. Uh, The melee was insane. The club's rep says the attackers were swinging chairs and brawling with club and casino staffers. They were eventually removed by security. Nick told Bellagio, don't worry, though. He didn't want to press charges because they got the worst of it. Yeah. He has a big uh, gash on his head, but he said it's not going to affect his uh, return to the UFC. But what will affect his return is they still owe $75,000. Part of it is uh, I think it may have been, do you think it was a publicity stunt where he just, it was like a, uh, a wrestling style. He was in on it and he just wants to show people that he still got it. Yeah, I, I do think that was part of his bathroom brawls, <laughs> the brawling DVD. You think he, this is part of their pontoon fight league that they've been doing for a while? Well, yeah, the skydiving. Skydiving, fighting. This, and now, now bathroom, bathroom brawls. brawls. Is it yeah. in a stall or can it go anywhere? Uh, as long as you're in a bathroom. I heard sometimes. But then I heard those guys got disqualified because it spilled out of the bathroom. Yeah, that's a, it's a no-no. So I heard Dirty Larry was holding the camcorder, <laughs> filming the whole thing. I heard if you are ranked higher than a guy, sometimes you have to start with your pants down on the shitter just to give the other guy like even the odds. Well, sometimes both of you have to start on the shitter, and then when they say go, you both have to hurry up, pull your pants, <laughs> tie your belt, and then get out of the stall and fight. Have you ever seen one in the handicap stall? It's a lot of room in there. And there's a pole. Yeah. You can ram a guy's Dude, head into it. I'm a brown toilet paper belt. Really? In bathroom fighting. Is this because you're the duty man? Yeah. Lately? <laughs> No, there are no rules. You can you give swirlies. You can drown them in duty water. <laughs> Here to talk about uh, his latest fisticuffs. I think he's back in Stockton. I don't know. Will I even ask him? I, UFC 209's coming up. I saw someone on Twitter suggest that both Diaz need to be on the card. Yeah. Anyone needs to be on UFC 209. It's you would think you has to be Diaz <laughs> on Diaz. Crime. Uh, maybe a double tag team match. That'd be great. Here he is joining us uh, via satellite from his satellite uh, <laughs> hookup, Nick Diaz. Nick, how are you doing? Are you recovered from your bathroom brawl? Yeah, dog. I mean, it was fucking pretty successful shoot. I mean, we got a lot of great footage for the DVD, and uh, you know, I'm fucking got a little beat up, but. Yo, dog, that's his fucking bathroom brawls for you. So you're saying uh, what O'Neill is is was uh, hypothesizing <laughs> is true. This was uh, you're trying to market this as a new fighting organization. Dog, this is like our tenth fucking volume of bathroom brawls, man. I mean, it's our hottest selling fucking DVD that we ever done. What made you decide to get in on it? Because it sounds like you've never been involved unless no one knew about it. I think it's the fucking hottest sport there is, dog. Like, MMA is cool, but, I mean, put MMA in a fucking bathroom setting and it just fucking heightens the fighting, man. I mean, it's fucking, it's pretty fucking sweet. Someone actually sent me a clip. It was an old Chael Sonnen podcast that you were on. And uh, Chael asked you that you'd been, you had a $50,000 bicycle stolen. If that were is in fact true, you said it was true. And uh, that just comes with the territory of owning a $50,000 bike. Yeah, dog. I had this fucking $50,000 bike. I chained it up outside of fucking Walmart. 
and I come out and the motherfucker's gone. I was like, fuck, man. I mean, you know, $50,000 bike, dog. I mean, why would you put it outside of Walmart? It sounds like the worst idea. I mean, I guess, though, if you have a nice car, you have to drive it Yeah, to dog, Walmart. where you fucking, you want me to bring it in with me? I mean, you know, it was nice. It had fucking diamond studded rims and fucking gold seat. I mean, don't you have a daily rider, though? Like that's Yeah, dog, I fucking ride in style, right? $50,000 motherfucking bike. <laughs> all right, all right. So, hey, fuck, I, don't, I don't want any beef, you know, just because Dylan Danis is my cousin. I don't want any problems. Yeah, dog. I mean, that's I know that shit, and that's why I'm fucking getting aggressive here because I don't like the way he fucking throws water bottles. Look, Nick, I gotta tell you, I've always well, I haven't always been. Early on, I found your style, your innate style, a little too aggressive, but I came around to it in time. <laughs> you didn't like their style. Remember you, O'Neill? You were a big fan early on. Yeah. Sometimes they would irritate Nick, me. By the way, I've always been a huge fan, <laughs> which is great of you to say. But now I'm I'm almost as big as 209. I have a pontoon 09 uh, that I have out on the marina out here. Oh yeah, dog. What fucking what kind of pontoon you fucking got? It's a craftsman. Well, dog, I don't. I got news for you. Fucking craftsmen don't make no fucking pontoon. Well, you caught me in a lie, Nick. Dog. By I, the way, Nate, your brother Nate's on vacation. I saw he was in Venice, California. It seems to be one of his favorite haunts. Dog, it's like it's, it's when he goes on a tropical vacation, he always goes to fucking Venice, dog. Will he be at the comedy store anytime soon? It, I don't know, dog. Like that guy's weird, man. He just fucking I'm right now I'm on a, a club tour, so every night I'm doing a fucking new club working my way back to fucking Stockton, dog. What club will you be at next? At what club? I'm going to yeah. be at uh, Don's Rib Shack and uh, oh. at Ballroom Dancing Club. That's a nice one. Yeah, it's fucking right where, outside Lodi. Oh, it's in, right near yeah, you. Yeah, I'm almost home, dog. That's cool. And then where are you going to be leaving the state? Because it seems like you're flying around traveling a lot. In the Chael Sonnen interview, you said you've made a lot of rich friends in Vegas. You love it because there's so many there's people there who are international and that they fly you around sometimes. Yeah, dog. But I mean, once I get home, I want to fucking chill for a while. Like this, being on this uh, this nightclub tour, dog, taking off my shirt every fucking night. It's been it's been a lot. Yeah, it's been hard. So I'm well, hoping bathroom brawls takes off and I can just fucking chill at home. Well, Nick, it was good talking to you. I hope your head heals up. Uh, I'm glad you didn't press charges to those guys so they can go out and beat up guys who aren't as well trained as you. Uh, yeah, dog, and hey, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to pay the 75 fucking grand that I owe, but my money my fucking money was on the pontoon. If anybody finds it, dog, if you find a pontoon on the shore with a ton of cash on it, it's fucking Nick Diaz's. We'll see. Hopefully, we see you back in the cage soon. There he goes, Nick Diaz. Wow, wow that was a, a lot of information being thrown out. Fifty thousand dollar bikes, hefty. <laughs> Did you hear it had a gold seat, diamond rims? I mean, uh, the funny part of the interview was Chael Sonnen goes. Chelsea, you know how Nick and Nate both kind of ramble, like they never like give you a time <laughs> yeah, to get back yeah. in as the interviewer. And he kept giving these false stops where Chelsea would start talking and, and then, then he'd he would get interrupted. <laughs> and so Chael finally just like laid back and Nick rambled on for like five minutes about this bike and about other stuff. And then Chelsea just cuts in and he's like, Fifty thousand dollars, man, like these bikes like you don't have to sell a lot of bikes to be turning a profit on that. You know what I'm saying? And Nick goes, Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, dog. <laughs> He didn't like understand it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, he's uh, 50,000, man. That's insane. But he also, you know what? I feel bad. He got drugged by yeah, GSP. What, GSP's nurse yeah. drugged him, and his coaches have confirmed the story. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. A man by the name of Wade. It was his birthday. Happy birthday, Wade. Big old Wade. Remember he, Wade, the comedian from I the do. comedy store when we first started? I do remember Wade. He worked at Red Lobster. He did. 
Uh, but Wade asked for a happy birthday message from GSP and Nate Diaz. Oh, Left wow. his number on Twitter. Bold statement. That is a bold move. Uh, I called him, blocked the number. He answered, to which point I hung up immediately. <laughs> Tweeted him and said, you're not supposed to answer, you idiot. And then he said, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was you. And then he got... Uh, it was. I had the UFC. I called GSP and Nate Diaz. And oh, you wrangled it up. I wrangled it up, and they That's left nice. them a message. So I think this could be a new business for us. <laughs> Ten cents a minute. Ten cents a minute. <laughs> Friends of Dana Show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you, Nick Diaz is going to leave two-hour messages. <laughs> That's fine. That's, it's a good. good G- Gary Keeler could go on for three hours. Gary Keeler might do some shows. This might be a yeah. new way for him to do shows this by might himself be on your on your voicemail. <laughs> Uh, we got to dig into 60 days in. That's another job that we want to put out there. When you and I were texting back and forth about, I mean, this last episode, season, season two, episode two, maybe the best episode of all time. Maybe the best TV episode I've ever seen of anything. The, I don't want to be. There was so much going on that oh I my. hope they have not blown their load, but I, I don't even, think they have. Even if they did, I'm just glad to have witnessed that glorious money it's shot. some of the finest television you'll ever see. So O'Neill and I, we want to put our names out there. To yeah. host a wrap-up show on A and E about sixty days in, who knows the show more than us? Who's done more for the show on social media than us? Come on, Maples, Maples man, if you're listening, do you know the Maples man? Yes, we do. He lives on whatever lane. Maples man, we want this job. We can get fucking viewers. We can talk about why uh, Zach's <laughs> lady's titties. We're gonna dig in. We'll say why'd you spread your cheeks. And we'll do interviews with the Maples and whoever else you want us. You want Maybe us to interview fucking... only wants to put this on YouTube. But... <laughs> Wherever you want it, you can put it on your personal fucking website. Maples, let us in. We want to be part of the team. We want to be your friend, Maples. Maples, a stud like you? Come on, let us in. So while I was watching the episode, because I was watching it on a Roku, much like you do, uh, and there's 50 million commercials. I love the commercials. I was taking notes. Just what to, what I mean, commercials was, are you getting? I mute it, and I literally was typing what, notes. So you're not... You, there was something with a guy, I believe, a black the, guy. You don't have the Got Milk one? Uh, I don't know if I have <laughs> I've that I've seen one. this Got Milk commercial. Dude, I literally mute it. 20, I can't take it. No, I don't, but I, I still see it. One of the commercials I have comes on at full blast, no matter what I have my yes. volume on. It fuck, the volume is <laughs> terrible on that. So I was taking notes because there was just so much going on. I mean, this was such a power-packed episode. Yeah. It started off uh, Big Bad Brenda, the pod boss, and the F-pod, the female pod. She's protecting Sherry because she took Sherry under her wing. Cherie. Uh, oh. uh, that's what she says, but then she also says Sherry. If you want to host the after show, you better get I'm, your Yeah, I'll go with the name that she was given, Dude, Sherry. Ma- Maples is listening to this. Let's bring our A-game right uh, hey, now. Hey, Scotty, A-game being brought right now. He's the captain, by the way. Captain Maples. Yeah, so her and Brenda are hitting it off. I Bre- mean, they're like Brenda's, Brenda's what we call a bull dyke in here, and she's really bringing Jesus. it. Jesus. That's the sheriff, <laughs> sheriff, dude. It's not me. Okay, I don't know if you can hide under a character. So Big Bad Brenda is taking women. Uh, this is still over. Brenda reaching into her titties to get her phone yeah. code. She's whipping ass in there. Her cellmates thinking there were drugs in there. Big Bad Brenda did not appreciate the cellmates whipping everyone up into a frenzy. Here's over. what I didn't get. So, yeah, she takes those girls in there and then whips their ass. But in a way, Sherry's a narc. And I don't know how they're respecting her. She is. And what uh, what I didn't appreciate, because you heard a lot of like goes, hustle and bustle back there, a lot of shit talking and like, oh, you going to bite me? And like, fuck it, shut up. 
But what I didn't like is Brenda. Did, Brenda's a big woman. Didn't leave a mark on either person's I don't, face. I there was hitting. You could oh, hear, yeah, you could it, hear and, it, but nothing. I like when the girl walked out. She pushed the little that little girl. Yeah, and the little girl's like, "Oh, you want some of this?" Like, Not crazy. since Ari Shafir infamously fought Bobby Lee fifteen times and didn't leave one mark on that small man's uh, face. No, that's not true. He left a mark. He left claw marks on his neck when I broke him <laughs> like up. Like a woman. Yeah, with his fingernails. <laughs> no, but he was punching him in the face. No, it was when he was choking him. But I go, okay. Let's, come on, guys. That's what I'm saying. He did hit him a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I hit him. But I think he filed his nails into like <laughs> into points so that you could give him a cut on old, the neck. Old Transari. Yeah. Transari so, and Azari. He, uh, he does. He, he looks like a man, but he fights like a woman. Yeah, I didn't like Brenda. She doesn't do a, a lot of damage. No, but she's she, evidently point, she's enforcing the she's, law. She's a points fighter. Well, she, I guess <laughs> she's throwing punches in bunches. I know that much. Also, just like we learned last season, where if you get in a fight, two guys got in a fight. One guy called a, a groin shot, and the fight was ended. It was a gentlemanly affair. Just like in this one, a woman yelled, "I'm done! I'm done!" I and think you can stop. It stopped it. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Stop. I thought in prison you fight until uh, whoever. I, I think depending what the beef is, if like if it's a major beef, but that was like a disciplinary beef, like don't talk shit anymore. It's just weird that there are... I think if they stole something from you, you can probably beat the guy to death. There, There is a code among thieves. You really... I mean, you don't think there is, but... No, there is. Big Bad that. Brenda, she stopped when the lady said, I'm done. So now Brenda's ruling the pod. Well, guess what? No, but Brenda got Sh- Cherie's yeah. back. She sent in quotes her moving crew up to her room because yeah, she didn't want her, her, didn't her, want her to, to go bottom. back in the cell with those two women who now hate her. Because they got beat up because of her. But then they were palling around. She even said, they, remember when she hugged? She said, I love you. Like, yeah, a lot go- of I love you's going on. There's a lot of lesbian heat going. But but the bad news for Brenda is the two roommates really have it out for her. They have an axe to you grind. Mean Sherry. Brenda's, Sherry. Now, yeah, Bre- sorry, Brenda's Sherry. transferred out of the pod. I'm talking Sherry. I apologize. Her two former cellmates want to beat her ass. One's a legit schizophrenic. Mackenzie, I believe her name is. And then the other who got her ass whipped. They got their eyes out. But that, here's the problem. When you make an alliance like that, you have to be wary. If this person leaves, you're fucked. Like, Sherry got cocky and confident as soon as Brenda took her under her under her pussy, under her big flapjack titties, yeah. and so but now that lady Brenda got transferred. Now Cherie's all alone. Yeah. All, well, she happen? has Mackenzie's crew, or, uh, Brenda's crew, but they're small. But, but they've but now they've switched their attention to Ashley. Let's before we get to that, I just have my notes in order. The lawyer guy, I don't. He's not even worth mention, remembering his name. He's just like a wiener. He just got in there. He he does not look like a guy who belongs in there. White guy. Yeah, but none of those. I mean, no. Well, some. I mean, the others. whole point of the show is that it's for people who don't belong in there. But some look like they can play the part better than this guy. Like, yeah, but you know they love that. Yeah. guy that Zach was the only guy that looked the part last season. So this lawyer guy was in uh, Central Booking, and he goes to juice some hand sanitizer on his hands. And somehow, I've never seen this happen. It juiced directly into his eyes. And he was wearing glasses, by the way. Also, I don't think it was as, as dramatic as he was making it out to be. But I also <laughs> think that that, that, that that thing was so overly used that like it was clogged. It was loose. And so a, piece, a little piece was probably clogged in there. So you know when it clogged and it, it sometimes shoots out. Or, it's like when you piss after, after you come. So he got, going he got money shotted and like was real. Oh, his reaction was great. The way he jerked his head back. And, and he was, and he he was real for clamped. And he's like, can I use a towel? 
Oh, and he had to take his glasses off. He, he had to do an eye flush. He, yeah, he was really hot. I'm like, this guy is not even in a, a fucking pod yet, and he's already fucking down and out. The guy that's going to make it is the big black dude. He's a co- former cop. Yeah, and everyone goes, everyone's like, look at this motherfucker. Someone gave, I bet they had to use two handcuffs on him, which they, they did. They did. <laughs> and, uh, but another guy goes, we got to show this guy who's boss. That's just talk, dude. I They're know. not going to do shit. But you him. never know. So in, in that guy's pot, it's his first night. He's laying under the stairs. It seems to be a common place for first-timers. I wouldn't. I feel like there's too much crap that's falling off of people's shoes on TV. A lot of noise, sleep. too, I would think. Yeah. But uh, speaking of noise, this old man who looks it's a nighttime. Lot- well, first of all, it's nighttime. Everyone's sleeping except, except like, these, four like, guys. Yeah, and four they're hillbillies talking. are talking real loud about a guy losing his shoe. A lot of horse. <laughs> a lot of like, hey, we're in camp having a good time, the four of us. And the old black guy wakes up. He looks a lot like Danny Glover from the Royal Tannenbaums. Full gray beard. He also looks like, uh, who's the black guy from Running Man? Uh, oh, with the uh, hair. Fireball? He looks like Fireball. He has he's Fireball's like a mix hair. Between. <laughs> so he did not take kindly. He said, uh, I believe something along the lines that you motherfuckers need to be quiet. And then he called him a bitch. Uh, he got up and then called him a bitch. He walked over to the guy. Yeah. First it was from his bunk lying down. Then he got up. The guy was sitting who he was talking shit to, and the old man said, you're a bitch. And the guy said, are you serious? Are you serious going to call me a bitch? Then the old man threw a lightning quick, left-handed, stocked and slapped to the side of the man's Which head. Which did nothing, and the guy goes, come on, dude. He goes, come on, man. And then the guy fucking went from a sitting position to the stand while throwing a straight left hand in the guy's <laughs> mouth. Knocked him Knocked down. him right on his ass. By the way, this guy's probably like in his 70s, if not late 60s. He's probably 60. Oh, he's he's old. He wasn't 70. The guy, though, he's fighting is like 20. The guy also, I give the guy credit. This white dude, he's fighting is like, I don't want to fight, man. He was trying just to come be on, evasive dude. and trying to show the cameras like, hey, I'm trying to but just then, defend myself. But then this black guy slipping. Oh, I don't know what, if he was wearing ice on his feet. He was wearing ice. This our, dude. He was in ice. He was in rollerblades. Yeah, he looked like it because this guy <laughs> was rolling and sliding all over the place. He could not get traction. And neither guy wanted to fight. They were just waiting for somebody in the cell to come and uh, to break it up. Finally, some guy was like, OG, 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 come on, man. He pulled the black guy away. Well, then, well, he, as soon as he, he, soon he pulled the, f- the black guy away, the black guy starts struggling. No, let me at him. And then the black guy, though, gave the, the great, I have all, like, the great, like, I'm done. I'm done, everybody. Like, gave the body language of I'm done. Calmly walked away. Yeah. Grabs a broom that's just laying there in the. In First there. of all, he bull charged him from across the fucking room. So he grabs the broom and he bull charges the guy. From across the room, though. Like, that, he had that guy yeah, had so much time. He had 40 yards to be like, what am I going to do here? And he grabbed the broom with one hand. And I think he punched him again, didn't he? I, there was a few more punches thrown. But then he kept saying, come on, dude, stop. <laughs> it was such a great... Between that and the women's fights, I mean, it was the most fighting that's ever been on one I episode. Think I, think we're just, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. I can only hope so. Wait, because that... The young black kid hasn't even made it in there. Yeah. He's, he's still got to be And he's a hothead, in. dude. Yeah. So uh, then we go to the women's. The women's pod's getting a lot of action this season. Mona Lisa just showed up. Mona Lisa shows up. She didn't appreciate. She didn't appreciate being asked questions. But she handled her uh, being asked questions. She handled it well, better she did than the anybody. Infamous, what are you a cop? Which really shuts down yeah, your she's opposition. She's like, what am I being interrogated? It's like, what are you guys cops? And it's like that's the ultimate. Like, oh shit, we better stop asking questions. But Ashley comes in and she's quickly the bell of the ball. 
all these chicks are just loving her. Mona Lisa doesn't she get. She gets pissed. She doesn't get why they're being so nice to Ashley. She's like, they're not questioning her at all. She's like, I think there might be something behind this. I'm like, yeah, they want to fuck this chick lady. Yeah, she, you're <laughs> in your 50s and she's the young, she's 27. She looks good. These girls, a lot of lesbians in there. And they take her and they usher. They're like, please take this bunk on the bottom. Oh, I mean, they were. Let us carry your stuff. Oh, let they us were set like, it all up. They did all but like carry her in on their shoulders like fucking but Rudy. The room that they put her in is also the room that they do the drugs in. Which she said she hasn't seen drugs in four years well, since getting sober. She was. So she gets out. Of, remember, she goes, I don't know how to get out of bed. And they're like, oh, please, let me help you. Oh, yeah. They're like, lay down. And then they're like, one lady's like, behind slide. her. One lady's behind her while she's getting down from the bunk and gives a meow. Just staring at that ass. I'm like, this is so crazy. And that's when they ask to see the ass. And she goes, this is her excuse. Well, it was the first night, so I didn't want to say no. I didn't know if it broke any rules. Dude, her her description of why she did it is better than actually seeing her do it because it was just a woman who was basically being sexually assaulted by other women but then also loved the attention so much that she couldn't turn it down she kept showing it shaking it wearing booty well, no, shorts go, oh remember they go I love one more the time she goes are you serious and then the girls were turning going oh my god yeah, they, they wanted to eat that ass they were so like bad. guys they were like biting their knuckles yeah. like a guy like oh damn Man, and then they they we'll called go, somebody else in and go show, show us the ass again. She, she goes, goes really? She goes one more time. She's like, come on, guys, really? And they're like, yeah. And she was like laughing. I'm like, Flitty loves it. Yeah, and then that she lady has like, a kid who's gonna see this at dude, some point. And I told you, she's wearing <laughs> those fucking shorts, the booty shorts that go in the ass. These are not prison underwear. No, these the butt cheeks are hanging out. They're like sexy underwear. Why would anybody wear sexy underwear into prison? That plot line. The other one had shit. Remember the we'll shit talk stained about underwear. That, that plot line was left on a cliffhanger with, Ashley, do you fuck women? And it was just left on that question. They're all, and she yeah. goes, Ashley in her one-on-one interview is like, there's a lot of, it was like almost sexual. It's like, almost. You, you idiot. They wanted you to spread your butt cheeks. So <laughs> almost, they fucking, there's four women staring at your ass. Like they a, wanted to stick your tongue in your asshole. Dude, it was like a cartoon where they're looking at the guy on the island with them, the deserted island. He looks like a piece of meat. They wanted to eat that Dude, steak. they were salivating. Oh my God. There was like uh Oh my! It in was, the same episode, uh, Cherie was holding up a pair of her jail-issued panties that looked like a fucking white flag. They were huge. Yeah, they're big. Well, she's a big girl. And then uh, Brenda, talking about her, said, there's a shit stain in her underwear, dog. Oh, I quote, I wrote that down uh, verbatim. I don't want to lose that gem. And I guess the, uh, they didn't wash them too well because there was a visible duty stain in them. Maybe yeah. you would have been wearing them last night. No, but can you imagine getting a shit streak pair of underwear? They're not going to give you another pair either. That is the fucking most disgusting <laughs> shit-stained underwear. Oh man! And then the and ending, you're in prison. How bad is that? The ending of the. Uh, by the way, I wrote another quote was, "Damn, look at that booty." When they actually yeah. show that ass. But uh, the end of the episode was Pussy Boy Ryan, the guy who is. Uh, he's been welcomed in by Garza. This who guy is named a, Garza, who's a, everyone. Scotty Maples is like he's a very intelligent which uh, inmate. He went to he went to college, which means his IQ like, is like above fifty. He literally went to college. <laughs> if you go to college, Maples is like. He's a very intelligent man. I heard if you go to college in that particular jail, you're addressed as doctor by everyone, including Maples and the sheriff. Yeah, Maples is like, he bows to you. <laughs> That's Dr. Garza over there. He wears a white lab coat in here because he got a, a huge education. He uh, he thinks everybody, but Garza is welcomed 
Ryan into the group. He I'm says suspicious. He's not a plant. Maples he's, is suspicious. He thinks that he, he said he should be wary of this. I know. I love how he's like, uh, basically, he's like, these guys might kill him or beat the shit out of <laughs> him. He's like, I'm just going to sit uh, back. Let's see, let's see how this plays out. By the way, uh, we both hypothesize, what if Maples is really just loving that footage of yeah. Ashley's booty. Oh, dude, I think he's jerking it to it. I think he's releasing it on the DVD, <laughs> the unedited DVD version. We started saying, what if he releases it on his Maples Hotties of the Jail calendar yeah. that he makes for staff and friends every year? You know, he's first of all, Scotty Maples has his own calendar where he's posing. At least he gives it to his wife every year. <laughs> the Maples, has one. man. And then he's definitely got like hot chicks of, of Pod D. Of D pod. <laughs> then you said, what if Maples is behind some of the corruption in the jail? I think this uh, that is also another theory. We don't want to offend Maples. We're both big fans. But, but I, I think it needs to be asked. I think that this show might be a ruse for him to cover up all his illicit behavior. Allegedly. Allegedly. Definitely. Uh, so that's that. 60 days in. I mean, what a fucking. So you're not watching. Sarah well, Pol- the Poltron just started watching and said it's bananas where somebody else said he thought it was bananas, which was a good point. It's true. <laughs> if you're not watching, you start watching. And yeah, if you can't get access to it, I mean, you're missing out on really an event. Must see TV. If you know Maples, put a good word in for us. Yeah, if anyone knows Maples, we'd love to talk to him. We just have to start tweeting at him. Yeah, I think we do need to get a tweet Scott- relationship. Scotty Maples. Scotty. <laughs> Scotty, who does your hair? What number of clip do you use on the side? Well, that's a number one. I always go number one. <laughs> Someone uh, who sent me this story, your old buddy. Uh, oh, this is from P22 as a Twitter account. I don't know how he tweets with his paws, uh, the mountain lion. Probably has some sort of a uh, device that allows for paw he, typing. Or he does his squeaking and it, it just... It translates? Yeah. Or he just has a friend of his do it. It could be true. It could Maybe it's the guy I saw speak who uh, collared him. That guy, you mean the guy that butt fucks him? It could be. <laughs> butt fucks B20. This is from the Wash uh, Washingtonian uh, dot com. So Wait, Washingtonians doing stories on P twenty two? No, it's not about P twenty two. But P twenty two was out. Oh, is this the guy who was jogging? No. Did you see a guy get attacked by a mountain lion? Four year old did too and survived. No, but this guy has video footage of it. And what happened? The thing was, he he's jogging and there's two mountain lions just watching him. So he runs by thinking nothing of it. Then one of them charges. He turns around. He's got bear mace. Mace is the fucker. He got scared. Yeah, and the thing took off. He has it on video. Look it's at pretty that. crazy. That guy, that's why he was so confident tiptoeing around it. I guess. So uh, the National Zoo, I guess, is a, I believe this is in D.C. Yeah. Has acquired a new male Sumatran tiger as a part of a species survival breeding plan. Sparky, 12-year-old specimens on display at the Great Cats exhibit. Where he will cohabitate with the zoo's resident female tiger, Demai, who is a proven breeder and mother. <laughs> proven breeder? I like how they treat animals. This one loves to get fucked. Well, they brought this guy in as a stunt cock. <laughs> Jesus. So far, the tigers have only been introduced visually. They will meet physically over the next few months. But the meeting went well. Demai exhibited uh, affiliative, affiliative behaviors like chuffing when he saw a spark. She saw a sparky, the zoo says. Uh, so they're trying to get these things to fuck hard. They brought in that rock hard tiger dick. <laughs> and rock that... hard tiger dick. <laughs> Is that an MMA fighter? That's uh, a Van Damme movie. Rock hard tiger dick. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the uh, new Van Damme series. I, I you saw it. it. I didn't yeah. see it. We'll see if it gets picked up on Amazon. Uh, how much time do we have? Because I have some we other don't. things. We don't, don't have, have a any... lot. No time. We have like five minutes. 
Because I I'm fading. Yeah, you're uh, you're fading hurting. fast. What should I go to? There's just so much. There's just so much to go on. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I know who Richie is, by the way. Who is he? I uh, remember the lady was sending me stuff asking for Richie. Yeah. Uh, I recall. Wait, you're talking about the postcard? Yeah. No, remember okay. the yeah the woman? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I told you this a while ago, but I just I have it down here. It's something to talk about is on the back of my, uh, I live in an apartment complex and they have all the, you know, the mailboxes are together. Yeah. And so uh, mine, I kept getting mail a lot, way back. I forgot about it for a guy named Richard. And so then I saw the mail woman and I said, hey, uh, just so you know, I'm not Richard. Like, you know, so that guy's I've been here fucking yeah. five years. Quite a while. So uh, there was a post-it that she put on the back, because it's not always the same uh, male person. Yeah. And it said, not Richard, last na- his last name. And then I was like, that's the mysterious Richie. I don't know when he lived here. <laughs> and so that was the mysterious Richie who this woman's looking for. Should I give his name, just in case anyone knows no. him? No. <laughs> no. But you should, we gotta, we gotta call this lady. And then Hayden sent this a while back. I guess uh, the new host of Prairie Home Companions looking for writers. So, uh, oh, is he really? If you want to throw, why? Because nobody will write. <laughs> if you want to throw your hat in the ring, uh, yeah, my hat is being thrown in. Uh, new post of Prayer Home Companion. I'd love to be a writer on the show. Uh, so yeah, I guess that was keep up the tradition. That old, uh, old, I think our sensibility would fit perfectly with what this guy's with trying that to do. audience. Yeah, it'd be great. What do you think? Yeah, I'd rather, uh, I don't know, rather put lemon juice on cuts on my dick than write for Prairie Jesus Home Companion. Jesus Christ, it sounds painful. Unless it's a new, edgy Prairie Home Companion. This is, uh, let's just do one more just to get rid of it. This is from Tracy, <laughs> Tracy and old... Tracy old, Burgess? The Burge and William oh, Whitebread. Oh, yeah. Old double... William Whitebread? Yeah. Haven't heard from him in a while. The uh, subject of the story, this is from the Miami Herald. The uh, title of this story is Fight Over Fart Leads to Blow at Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, I guess there was a bar fight in one of Key West's most famous bars, Sloppy Joe's. Uh, According to the police report, a fight broke out between two couples this week when someone who uh, remained identified allegedly broke wind inside Sloppy Joe's. (laughs) (laughs) The argument was due to someone farting. Police were told by a man who went to the hospital for a dislocated shoulder after the scrap. Jesus. Richard McBride. I don't know if he's related. Is that Danny Richard? McBride. Is that the guy who lived here? It could be. 53 and his girlfriend, Sandra, St- Sandra Stoner. This sounds fake, but it's not. <laughs> 55, both of Naples. So they were caught up. Both in a, have nipples? <laughs> they were both of Naples. Oh, okay. Not, and they have nipples, I'm assuming. All right. Uh, they were caught up in a physical altercation after the argument arose over a fart. Officer Igor Kasyenko said, this guy sounds like an MMA fighter from Pride. Couple said they were drinking with friends at the bar when Stoner traded words with an unidentified woman before getting out of her seat and confronting her in an aggressive manner. What? Over a fart? I guess. An unidentified man tried to pull the women apart as others began uh, to step in on the dispute, including McBride, who pushed the man. The man retaliated by striking McBride in the face. McBride responded by tackling. Uh, Stoner told the police. The identified couple took uh, took off, and police said they couldn't find them. Later at Lower Keys Medical Center, McBride said he didn't want to pursue charges and signed a release form. So the Nick farter, Diaz style. Sounds like the farter got away scot-free in this one. Is that, 
Is that a f- fart fighting? It's uh, yeah. fart fights. It's the new fart. It could be new fart fights. How putrid was that fart? That oh, it by the way, in a fist fight. I, I didn't realize that that's possible because you know sometimes I go places I like to clear it out <laughs> by doing stuff, but I didn't realize that there uh, could be violence. Yeah, I didn't know. who who's that offended by a fart? <laughs> or she like, bitch? Did you just fart? And she's like, fuck you. You better admit it. <laughs> She's like, if you're accusing me, maybe you did it. <laughs> Whoever smelt it, dealt it. And it led to a fight. Man, I didn't realize it that. It must have been a real... I would love to get in a fight over a fart. I would love. That would be great. That's on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. Go to a bar, a rip that- a fart so bad <laughs> that people want to beat the shit out of you. That is my dream. Literally, literally beat the that shit out of you. That is my dream. That is an awesome dream. What if it backfires while they're beating you and you just start farting? They're like kicking you in the stomach and you're just ripping farts. <laughs> okay, that's even better. You know I'm saying it'll really backfire yeah. on the attackers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think there were any farts involved in the Nick Diaz dispute? It wasn't a bathroom. It's probably, I'm sure there were some farts involved in a bathroom. <laughs> who, who, fights, who, who throws a shoe? Who fights over a fart? So far, the Diaz brothers, so they have... Pontoon Fight League. They have skydive fighting. They have fart fights. And they have bathroom brawls. That's four That's organizations. Crazy. You think between one of them, it's like when a guy casts a wide net in terms of dating. You're going to find something. Yeah, one of these is going to hit big. You think? Personally, I think it's fart fights. So a guy goes in with the terrible farts. He starts ripping them in a bar until somebody <laughs> challenges him to a fight. <laughs> And he has to fight, right? Of course. So he goes in knowing he, he his advantage because he's probably he training. That. Yeah, he's training, he's been training for farts. He's and con- for the- he's conditioning. He's eating healthy probably to get those farts going, nice and juicy. Their their slogan for the fight is more farts, less farts, no farts, and fighting more farts <laughs> and lots of farts. And then it's question mark. And then it just but says, always lots more of farts. farts. Yeah, <laughs> more farts. Less farts, no farts fighting. Welcome to Fart Fights. <laughs> this guy, we have dad. To tie it all together, here comes my anus and fart fights. <laughs> my anus just ripped one. Here he comes. Dude, I my honestly anus, anus am totally is... intrigued by this. If I could go to a bar and get in a fight just based off on how bad my farts are. My anus That's is unbelievable. My anus is in downward facing dog trying to get it going. Oh, my anus just ripped one. Here we come. Here comes the comma. <laughs> He's big because someone just confronted my anus. McBride walked up to my anus. Hey. We're, we're in a bar. A man walks up to my anus. <laughs> oh, he's now touching my anus. A Jew, a black guy, and a Puerto Rican walks up to my anus. <laughs> That's the start of a new joke. Man, dude, that would be crazy. I mean, I I almost wish you could smell it with the art. I just want to smell how offensive <laughs> like, it was. So this is what it was. This yeah, is how I mean, bad it was. Don't you want to know like if it was... Do you think the cops did a bunch of farts and, ju- and jars <laughs> and then unscrewed them and said, is this what it smelled like? I think they... Yeah, they had Do you think them. that if it was bad enough that it could be uh, viewed as an assault? I don't think it can be. The woman we did on last episode who said she was urinated on by a toy, they would probably try to uh, say it was assault. Uh, assault by deadly farting. Yeah, but I don't think you can be charged for that in the U.S. Maybe some other countries that have uh, trumped up charges. It's craziness, man. Who? <laughs> that's one hell of a fart. Starting a brawl in Key West. I've been to Key West for the most. I think there are some bikers down there. For the most part, it's like a pretty like calm, hippie. A lot of gay people down there. Yeah, but there's fights everywhere. No, I know, but I mean, it just must have been. 
Maybe a fart. Maybe their father was killed by a bad fart or something like in the hospital. I say that might be a little far fetched. I don't know. I'm just trying to find what the reasoning would be that you would attack. Dude, I think it's just a bad. I mean, I've done them. (laughs) But usually, when you do, people get mad. People just walk away. People get get mad, but not mad enough to attack. But maybe there is the ultimate fart that can get people. The ultimate fart club. Yeah. (laughs) The UFC. What if it? What if that is? What if this is a, there's a particular type of fart that makes people crazy? Oh, you're thinking this is chemical. Yeah. It could be. My thing, though, is this, how did the woman know it was this other woman? Like, couldn't it have been some guy who can throw his farts in other directions? Yeah, how do you know it's not like in the airplane when it's tw- 12 rows up and it just made it back to you? Yeah, you don't know. And I, I think that woman may before have rushed... You use fart, before you use violence to battle farts, at least figure out where it came from. At least carry a lie. Maybe she heard it, though, just a huge ripper. Could have. Maybe she like, felt like, it. Fuck it. Maybe she felt the hot breath oh, of a fart on maybe her Maybe they were standing, t- like... Touching? Her, her butt was touching her thigh. Oh, she like just at felt the like bar? a really like a warm <laughs> breath on her thigh. She's or like, just oh, like gross. you know, like you can you could feel the blast of it. Yeah, so just like a hot air, like a no, but like if it's a you know like a loud like you can you know feel a rumble. Yeah, <laughs> so she that may have really set her off, which I could see. Yeah, if you wear nice clothes, you want fart particles all over your thighs. Oh man, crazy. I mean, I wish I had been. If I, if I were in that fight though. I would have taken the guy down and then literally just farted in his face. That would have been down. That's, and just an, that's an easy. That's a victory yeah. in this fight organization. Yeah, just and hold just, that fart. If you give him face. conjunctivitis, you get fart of the night, which is a bonus. Fart of the, I, will, I will always get fart of the night bonuses. <laughs> My brother used to fart on our cousin's pillow, and not, as a child, not, I would laugh for like hours. It's the greatest joke of all. Fart is the fart is the greatest joke ever written. My cousin didn't hand what didn't handle it so well. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> Oh, by the way, big announcement. If, That's not my cousin Dylan Dane. It's to the other side of the family. If you've listened this far, uh, congratulations. You, what do they win? Uh, it was a big announcement. What's that? Uh, we're going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan sometime in October. Really? I, this is news to me. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. We clear the streets, Grand Rapids. We're coming for you. We're coming with a U. By the C-U-M. way, someone just asked me if we were going to be in Michigan. Oddly enough. Really? Yeah, oh, like probably because they saw maybe someone that we're going with was going to be there. I don't know if that was it because he said uh, if you do come with a U or no. He said there's not a lot to do there, which I know I've been to Grand Rapids, but hey, I we said, can, yeah, that'll we be fine. We can find entertainment wherever we go. Yeah. I just like the. I'm, I'm a big fan of performing in the Midwest. I like seeing places I've never been in. In the U.S., that's pretty much everywhere. So uh, I'll go wherever. I don't care where it is. If it's a small town, big town, whatever. I'll, I like just seeing different stuff. Yeah, you're like uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. My eyes are just wide open. I was open. born in a small town. Yeah, and I, every place to me is pretty much new. I've been to like four states. Uh, so let's let's see the world, shall we? Uh, yeah, so I chose that. He gave me a list. I chose for us. <laughs> what were the other places? Maybe uh, I love some of the other no, places. No, one of them was like Austin, but he's like, I can't bring you there. Yeah, Austin would be great. Um, Chicago, and he's like, no, nah, they won't let me bring anybody. Okay. So, but I think it was really, it really just came down to Grand Rapids' early choice. So there really was no choice at all. <laughs> but he said there was multiple choices. <laughs> I like how you made it seem like there was a choice. He made it seem like there was a choice. He tricked me. 
So we'll be in Michigan. If you're in that area, we'd love to see you. We'll uh, have, it's, uh, it's either be uh, sometime in October. We'll get the dates. Let us know in. if you want to come with an O or a U, and we'll bring stickers. You got to go with a U. We'll Always got to go with a U. We'll bring some stickers for you, and uh, we'll, we're going to make T-shirts out of Haynes T-shirts with a marker. Let's say Danish and O'Neill. I don't think anyone's going to sell them for like $50 handmade. $150. Handmade Danish yeah. O'Neill t-shirts. <laughs> handcrafted. Who wouldn't want that? I'll have my niece and nephew draw them up. That'd be cool. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Sorry, everybody. You that. Richie. Sorry. Huh? Anybody see Richie? Fuck you. Anybody see Richie? Fuck you. Huh? Uh, yeah, sorry I was sick, but this happens to me about every six months. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, we're going to have a lot of things. We're going to have so many fucking things. Uh, oh. O'Neal's doing a new website called Bathtub Throwing Up. It's uh, dudes with their shirts off. Were you I naked? Just, I had a baked potato just now, and I said... You should have said, oh, the fix. Were you naked in the tub? Uh, I was in my underwear, but I was trying to take them off, but I didn't have the energy to. So you were just so drained. puke on the... What time? This was at 3 in the morning? Yeah, 3, 4. How did your around. lady friend know to wake up? Because I was tossing and turning. She was also very high and having trouble sleeping. Okay. From the marijuana By pills. the way, does she have sleep problems as well as you? No. You, you guys both seem to have sleep troubles. Her? I thought she alluded to something when I was there last, but maybe it was a joke. Um, so, no, I mean, she wakes up when I wake up. Oh. She's a bit of a light sleeper. I'm a light sleeper. Well. And light and loafers every now and then. <laughs> Jesus. What? You bring in a lot of uh, odd homosexual slurs to the show. Slurs? That's a slur? <laughs> People are fighting over farts. I guess that could be construed as Anything, a slur. Anything's up for grabs these days. It's a volatile climate. It's a out wild there. world we're living in. People are farting. You don't know what's going to set anyone off. There's fart fights. There's bathroom brawling. I mean, there's anything's possible. This right is now. by far. This is. We've hit a new level of low. Us? <laughs> it's all farts in bathroom. How dare you? Spreading the cheeks. I think we've hit a new high, in uh, my opinion. I'm just going to have a kid. And, just really and settle is this, down is this, somewhere. Is this breaking news? <laughs> no. <I'm not. laughs> Are you kid. trying to announce something? Guys, I'm trying to announce. Are you trying to conceive? Wow, no. congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> what? It'd be great. It's a big It'd moment. It'd be great if that were true. Big moment, everybody. Here comes a new baby. Um, all right, guys. Like how it really waits a long time to go into that That's, second tone. People are like, wait, is that the ear air raid siren? <laughs> oh, okay. It really holds that tone for a long <laughs> like, time. I thought it might have been the ice oh, cream man, yeah. but it went into that second tone. I knew it was an air raid. Well, that's been post-show talk. That's post-show talk, everybody. This is episode 58 in the Bookers. We have 320, 425 yeah, reviews. 500. Summer, technically, for me, ends midway through October. So let's get to 500. Some guy this left is... a review the other day. One guy said, Boner City's a better show. Thank you, and also fuck you. But <laughs> Come on. What are you being, what that's a joke. No, it's not. It's, You're being aggressive. <laughs> what are you joke. doing? <laughs> but another guy said... I, I, it, 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 in some ways, it might be. In I think some ways what people like about be. it was it was tumultuous. They could tell there was true hatred yeah. between some of the people. And I don't know which those people were. <laughs> I think I do. But um, another guy said he's been freeloading too long. If you're freeloading out there like that guy was, all you got to do, it takes you one minute. 
Do a text S- review, five stars. Some guy subscribed to the Danishan O'Neill. He goes, you want a subscriber to this channel? You got a subscriber to this channel. Look at that. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Uh, episode 58's in the books. Uh, 58, wish- masturbate. Yeah, Mr. Highbrow over there. <laughs> and then hey, it went bang. Say, I said, I was saying, was, <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not a main contributor to the lowbrow stuff that comes out of this. I am, and I just question my life. That's sometimes. our fur t-shirt, Danish yeah. and O'Neill, LBH, lowbrow humor. Well, don't forget to come, C-U-M, to Grand Rapids. We'll see you there. We'll be wearing blazers that say Danish and O'Neill on the lapels. Are we performing together or separately? I don't know. It just depends. It, who knows what happens? Maybe a little bit of both. I like to mix it up, keep it fresh. Sir Mix a lot. Yeah. Maybe we're it's a- tough, though, in those semi... You know, here's the problem with the duo. If they're not with us right from the get-go... They're never with us. <laughs> well, that's, and that's some, a long 30 minutes. That's sometimes how it goes. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks from uh, Bellevue, Washington. Oh, boy. Those people were not with us at all. That was a real that horse whole shit. fucking That weekend. was a horse shit week, though. I tell, I, oh, yeah, he is going to Washington. I go, I want nothing to do with Washington. I know. I know you're not going to Washington. Fuck that place. I said, I don't want to go to Washington. I don't like the club setup. That was another choice. I think Washington was the other We were choice. there for uh, a Christmas week, I believe. It maybe. wasn't that. It was a different. I think it's a different club, though. Oh, in Washington. Oh, so that may be better. But I don't. The whole Washington gave me a bad vibe. I we've been there twice. And Let's both mix times, have not had yeah the best results. Although I beat Steve Renazizi in a swim race, I ran away with it. Swam away and, with it, and I did as well. You beat him with in the zero half training. You beat him in the half. Uh, I would have taken him in the full. Dude, I'm swimming lately. I'm in peak per, peak condition right now. <laughs> If you're listening, my brother, if you're listening. I think your brother's going to take you. You're going down in December. Down, down, down. I got my money on your brother because I see the vertical. I see that he's training on bicycles. I see everything but the water training. He, uh, he, note he has not filmed the swimming training because he knows his form's probably terrible. Dude, were you able to beat him when he was swimming? Are you kidding me? He swam for like two years. He was so good that he goes, I've already conquered this. He was so not, now I'm going to move on to something else more challenging. He was not so good. <laughs> Let's say he was right. not well, so that, good. Guess what? My money's off of you. Okay. I'm putting it back on the Danish. I bet Barbara's money's on him, though. She's, then, uh, she's always had a thing for my brother. I, she came into the office once. And, your brother is getting so cocky, I challenge him to, uh, to muscle-ups. Really? Yeah. How's that going to go? Are you flying in? Yeah. Are you guys going to do it via we'll, Skype? We're gonna, I'm flying in my own bar. <laughs> Bringing my own bar from home. Is it called Sloppy Joe's? Oh, you mean a muscle-up uh, bar. Yeah, a muscle-up bar. <laughs> uh, that's been episode 58. That's post-show, post-show talk. It's a new thing we're doing. It's a double post. Here's Tommy talk. Well, have a good Monday, okay? Work hard at your job. It's not just that, okay? Use your stapler. It's there for staples, okay? That's... That's Tommy talk. Tommy talk? Oh, are we supposed to talk? Okay, well, I moved to Buffalo. I'm living in Buffalo. Is that where you moved? I think so. Jimmy Pitts here. Hey, man, you moved to Buffalo? That's where I live. Jimmy Pitts walking around with a big fucking dick. To live in the same place as Jimmy Pitt, okay? It's not just that. When I landed, I could see his dick from the plane. (laughs) It was... Backing this thing in that too. That's how they get planes to land here. He's out there with the, he had an orange thing on it. He's waving planes back. He's trying to show off. Well, guess what? There's a new big dick in town, okay? It's not just I've that. I've never though. seen another man get so mad about another guy's size of his dick. It's Mitzi's vision, okay? Wow. It's an artist colony. Wow. Didn't even give me a tingle in my balls. 
All right. Allegedly. All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah.